It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Better Faster Podcast. Today's episode is all things golf, TPI, so much fun. Uh, we have one of our colleagues here, Vertex, Dr. Thomas DeHaven on with us, our resident golf expert. Thomas, what's up, my man? What's going on, everybody? Happy to be back. Yeah, Welcome man. Welcome back, sir. back on here. It's, uh, it's going to be fun. This is, we're, I'm so excited to talk about this, but I know we got a few things we probably need to touch on, Brandon, uh, that the people want to know about. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just updates and things we always updates. like to talk about. So, yeah, man, what's first on the list? Uh, FRC. So, right, yeah, my latest comment, yeah, it was yeah. a quick trip. I was in Orange County, California, flew out Friday, got back early on Monday uh, to do the FRC certification, and it was it was great. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest, there's, you know, kind of some better than others. I, I do think this one's going to be really influential on the way that yeah, I practice, yeah, yeah. Uh, just addressing things from thinking about building up joint architecture. So I think we can talk about that more on a future episode. For but sure, for sure. How do you recommend? I've already been recently biased. I've already used it a lot with patients since oh, I got yeah, back and have sure. some pretty good results there. That's awesome, man. But the reason why I had to get back so early. Oh, yeah. So wait, hold on. We need, we need to preface this. We said so. Brandon, Brandon changed his flight to come back on a red eye intentionally when he'd already taken work off on Monday for a very specific reason. So you want to you explain why you decided to take that red yeah, eye? Yeah, so I got, I got a random text from good old Paul Beckwith. Oh, who, Paul you know Beckwith. Know you know, yeah. I, I attribute my career success to him because oh, he gave me a chance to practice. Right, job, right. right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is good friends with two big-time WWE wrestlers, Seth, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. So yeah. he sent me a random text. I was at lunch. I was sitting at Chipotle on Sunday. He's like, hey, man, two of my good friends need to come get a lift in. Can they come to your spot? And I was like, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Text, I'm on there and made it happen. And so they said they're coming around noon. So I had to get back. I wasn't going to miss that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And for those don't know Brandon, big WWE fan, so this I'm not yeah, surprised at dude, all. Dude, I'm, I'm like the biggest WWE, I'm probably the only WWE fan, honestly, in this in this company right now, and like I had to be so intentional to just leave them alone, let them do everything, so I felt like I played it cool. I gave them the tour and everything, let them work out, yeah, I didn't bug them, I stayed away, you know, they thanked me at the end, got a picture, so so it was great, man. That is awesome. They were awesome to be around yeah. and have yeah. a year or two. Yeah. For the uninitiated, these were two top of the top. These aren't just your, yeah. your average. These people are carrying belts. Yeah. They're, they're big deals in the company. Yeah, so yeah. Like, she's, she's got the strap. So I know, man. Yeah, they get strapped to the ones that bring in the, the money. So it's big time, dude. Yeah. That's I know. Yeah. I, I, it's like but, somebody. I equate it to like for me, if like Joe Burrow was to come work out tomorrow <laughs> at our facility and uh, being a huge Bengals fan, like I would fly back early yeah, too. Exactly. Like, I would, yeah, I would yeah. the exact same thing. So we gotta <laughs> go around the table. One professional wrestler walks in the clinic from all time wrestling. All time. 
Who's, who are you looking forward to seeing come to that? Uh, well, I think I just want to meet The Rock just to meet The Rock. Oh, you know, just great. because he's done like so many different things. But I mean, not you know, I'm not versed on his 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 actual accomplishments in the ring. Um, it's more just because of who he is. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would see The Rock, or I don't know. I think see, meet Hulk Hogan just because I want to just go, hey brother. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> Growing up, the, the Undertaker man. Like I remember, I was like I was like six seven years old. I thought that shit was real. Like I yeah. thought it was like actually like spirits and that Ernie's carry on there. And Paul Bear, the guys come out with him, but uh, the man, dude, like like Seth Rollins, guy mm-hmm. came to the clinic. He's he's legit. Like he's he's got all the talent. He's got yeah. the mic skills. The you know he's in the CrossFit. That's why I yeah. trained here, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's always like top of the roster. That's so cool uh, so sure. he's he's probably like the biggest current male. Yeah. And then Becky Lynch is the biggest female right oh, now. One hundred percent. I think mm-hmm. they've given her the belt no. for the last year or so. So yeah. she's she, and they, they were they were super, super cool. cool. I don't know if I should say that because. I think he's like a heel right now, and she's. I think they're both heels, which yeah. is bad guys in yeah. the industry, right? So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were cool. I mean, they were yeah. just hanging out, working out, talking to everybody. So it was, it was yeah. a good group. Hopefully, I'm back one day. Yeah. You know? What about you, Thomas? Yeah. Oh, I think uh, you got to begin and end with the Nature Boy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit him with a Ric Flair, time world champ. Oh, yeah. oh, Thomas knows his W. Oh yeah, a little bit. Oh, I, I've, I've been to the live show. Bottom style limo riding. Yeah. Girlfriend stealing. Yeah, girlfriend stealing. Crazy. Take I a ride it. on Space Mountain. All I think, Otis, I think, Otis ride in the park. So that's the longest line. <laughs> video ever. We're getting way off topic, but all I can think about is that one interview video with that that older gentleman on there. It's like it's real to me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, me. That's, that's me. That's me. And like, oh, well, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, all right. So we had WWE. We had FRC. What else is on the? Uh, uh, did we did we never talk about this crystal therapy thing? Oh, so, dude, so this was crazy. Way back, it was 2019. Was we did an episode called the Bullshit Episode, and we yeah. highlighted just the crazy stuff in the health industry and one of those things was crystal therapy which somebody oh. does in this town mm-hmm. and, still, and does. So, still does still does still on their website still off it <laughs> so a month ago it was about a month ago mm-hmm. I got a call from a patient who we've had before and she was bringing her mother to see us mm-hmm. which we appreciate she yeah. had a good experience and she said Brandon I gotta tell you something I went and saw like I said, doc saying, but I saw this doc, and he said that he can't send any patients to vertex because y'all do crystal therapy. And I was like, what? Wait, what? What? Hold on a second. I was like, I was like, boss, we're probably the only people in the nation that actually have actively spoken out against crystal therapy. Yeah, yeah. And so what happened was there's another practice that starts with a V, mm-hmm. and he got his V's confused, thought that we do crystal therapy, which if you're not familiar with that, it's basically, it looks like... The crystal looks like a piece of a salt lamp that you get from a surf shop in Myrtle Beach and you just scrape the crap out of people. And I'm not sure what it does, but supposedly it's like ISTM with releasing emotions and stuff like that, whatever. So I I wrote him a letter. It was basically in a nutshell saying we never have, never will do crystal therapy, blah, 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 that kind of thing. And so I never got a response back from that, but it was it was. That was that was so random, man. But we had to take care of it immediately. That's crazy. Yeah, that that was discouraging to hear that, of course. And, and thankfully, I don't think that is a widespread thought among physicians in our community. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we had to nip that in the bud real quick because uh, yeah, not about that life. That, yeah. I think on that episode, we also I believe had goat yoga on there too, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And a few other things. Um, which you know what, I'd be cool if we had little baby goats running around, but that's a little different. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm glad we took care of that uh, as quick yeah. as we could. And that's, yeah, a little, a little nuts. Yeah. Little nuts. And then, you know, one more factoid. So talking about, you know, the big players coming into the clinic, 
Donnie Thompson coming back yeah. April 2nd, right? Yeah, got April another... 2nd, we'll be back here for some body temper and body temper course here April 2nd, and then we're going to Chicago mm-hmm. um, on April 30th. Yeah, we'll be up in Chicago, which will be super fun. Mm-hmm. So those are the next two, and then we've got a few more down the pipeline. We'll be back in Columbia again later in the year. and They're fun, man. They're fun getting to meet a bunch of new people and, Absolutely. and uh, just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But So let's dive into this episode. Yeah. So this one's going to be about golf, right? So Thomas... I'll, I'll kind of give you the lead and let you take it away. But Thomas actually recently went through the Titleist Performance Institute certification. Long-time golfer, knows the sport, everything that goes along with that. And this is something that we are uh, really excited about adding to the clinic because we are kind of right in the dead center of uh, several different golf communities in this Midlands area. So, Thomas, kind of let you take it away and, and maybe just tell people a little bit about what, what TPI is all about. We can go from there. All right, folks. Yeah, so TPI, what is it? It stands for Titleist Performance Institute Certification. Um, and as of about a month ago, I am now one of the three in the Columbia area um, as far as physical therapists go. Now, it is a general certification, um, chiropractors, physical therapists, and even um, some PGA professionals can also carry this certification. Um, And then from there, beyond the first level of certification, it kind of branches off into your medical professionals, which is what, you know, I would fall under, and then some more specialized things for the swing coaches, the PGA PGA Tour pros. Um, essentially, it's a system that helps me as a clinician think a little bit differently about how the body um, and its limitations can impact our efficiency and our repeatability in the golf swing. Um, it, it's a it's a really clean analysis, uh, which in essence, you know, it, it, it kind of breaks down in a few different parts. There's the general mobility screen, mobility screen, which will take about eight minutes if you're really, you know, knocking it out and, and familiar with how to execute the test. Um, and then they've kind of instructed us to look for 12 main swing faults. So we also do a little bit of swing analysis um, uh, with some slow slow motion video capture, and which we hope to be improved and in, uh, installing here in the clinic soon as we just got a nice net and some some good mats to hit off of. So. A little pitch for us coming soon to Vertex. We'll be doing some full swing analysis here out of the clinic. Um, but basically, it, it gives me a lot of options to dig into a little more of a niche here that I don't think was really represented in the clinic, but it also parallels my interest. So, you know, I'm looking forward to treating, you know, not only people who are kind of into the same things as me, but it's a hobby of mine. So I like to hear other people's perspective. Um, just had a, a patient the other day who had just gotten back from the Waste Management Open, which is kind of known for its craziest hole in golf, mm-hmm. the, the stadium hole. Yeah, yeah. What is that? It's, no, kind, of, it's kind of like the WWE, the PJ Tour. <laughs> I think you would be a fan of yeah. it. So um, it's, it's an arena hole. It's completely enclosed by the grandstands. And the traditional, you know, pipe down, pipe down. Let's keep it keep it quiet. Keep it kosher is not not the go here on this. It's, mm-hmm. it's a short par three. A lot of people are trying to make you know birdies if you can, hole in one if if is like the all time achievement on this yeah. hole, and it's just mayhem from tee off, ball in the air. You just got, I think it's like something ten thousand fans around this one hole, so it's a big deal in golf, and it's certainly one of the more unique venues. So it's yeah. it's it's an awesome. And he told me he saw a hole in one there. Oh, so that's, he saw the, the the pinnacle of what could happen on that hole. So that's only happened probably like what once? Yeah, yeah. not often, not yeah. often, yeah, for sure. Um, but so yeah, it opens opens up a lot of doors, and the way we're kind of kind of utilize it is there's a performance aspect for those who are just curious about curious about how they can optimize their body, their mechanics to be as efficient in the golf swing, but also 
It's perfectly situated for a physical therapist because if at any point in this screen there is a pain or there's some kind of limitation that we think we can address, that's a perfect starting point for a, a plan of care for PT or um, some easy mobility work, maybe some strength and conditioning that can get us back to performing the way we want, um, being as consistent, hitting fairways, hitting bombs, um, and, and kind of getting people back to where they want to get enjoying the game of golf. Um, I think what really drew me to the game of golf is I think it's awesome that on any given day, any round, you can have, you know, three generations all playing the same sport together, having a great time. And I think there's very few activities like that out there. Um, so it's just a great opportunity to, to mix it up with some older generations, gain some wisdom, maybe win a few bucks here and there, mm-hmm. uh, and also get out and enjoy the weather, have some good physical activity. and. And, you know, go from there. Um, anything else y'all like me to cover? Any yeah. questions y'all have about TPS? So I got a question. I got a question. So if I take this screen, am I going to be able to shoot, at, at, you know, in, in the 80s, bro? Like, I'm a, I'm a 90s golfer. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to break 100 yeah. make sure I don't break 100. So is this is this going to be the key for me, or do I got to do some other work? Today? It really could be. Sell me on I'm not going to say it won't. Sell me this pen. Um, but certainly, certainly, this is not a certification that... Uh, you know, it leaves me with the kind of input um, to really necessarily correct any faults in your swing. Yeah, not, it doesn't make you a tour pro. It, it's not going to make right. you a tour pro. They actually, they they throughout the presentation, the coursework, they do apply the various screens to the PG, like about a group of thirty PGA pros, mm-hmm. and even the pros don't pass all these screens. Yeah. So you can be a great golfer and have deficiencies on the screen, but their point is increasing that efficiency of transfer from ground reaction force, stability up the chain so you can load, develop some potential energy, transfer to kinetic energy is generally going to be the way to go to make you hit the ball further, be pain-free, move a little bit freer, and enjoy the sport better. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good point, too, because, like, I know, obviously, I'm thinking rotational sport here, and just take spine, right? How many golfers have we seen that have back pain, various reasons, low back, Tiger, or whatever? Tiger's yeah, exactly. had how many back surgeries yeah. now? Mm-hmm. And so, like, all right, you think about it. The, I'm just going to throw a random number because I don't know golf forces, but, yeah. like, let's say you have 500 newtons going through your spine. You'd probably want to make sure you have 20 newtons, 20 newtons, 20, 20 you know, each, mm-hmm. each level versus having, you know, 50 at L5. You skip up because they're all moving together as one piece to, like, T12. You got 50 going through that, right? So that's how oh, injuries yeah. happen. So oh, yeah. um, is that how some of the like the mobility for sure. stuff works like sure, segmental yeah. things like that in different joints right right and it's it's all along the continuum of all right is this a stability issue or is this a mobility issue mm-hmm. are they able to maintain a, maintain a stable pelvis as we generate some torque and we rotate our upper torso or is there some some disconnect where it's a soft tissue restriction and joint restriction in the hips it's, it's very much how can we pinpoint with these breakouts of the screens what the issue is so that we can get each segment in that kinematic sequence kind of playing its role so we're not, like you said, overloading certain parts of the spine or mm-hmm. overloading a shoulder because ultimately that's going to result in increased effort. It's mm-hmm. probably going to throw off the mechanics of the swing and we're not going to be as efficient through the ball as we want to be. Right. So I, got, so I guess along these lines, within doing this process with the TPI, right, because I know the cell is better performance, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to golf better. But this is kind of a theme that 
I don't know if maybe I'm just kind of seeking out more or is actually like legit starting to change amongst like the PT and the healthcare profession. But I feel like there's a, a for good reason, there's been a more emphasis on thinking about things from longevity standpoint, right? So mm-hmm. we know that like when you become really good at a sport, let's say you're golfing all the time, that at some point it's going to probably sacrifice certain aspects of your health. It's just mm-hmm. how it goes, right? Mm-hmm. And it seems like the sport will pull you one way. However, if we're thinking about, you know, finding that more balanced approach, you can kind of pull someone back the other way. But what I'm getting at with that is, is there any emphasis about using this as a tool just to keep someone in the game for longer so that they can golf for the rest of their life and, you know, not be miserable with just having to do basic things like get dressed and play with their kids and stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? I I understand what you're saying. And and certainly some of the the screens, specifically the upper body, some of the hip mobility screens, um, there's a certain level that's, you know, required for the golf swing. Mm -hmm. They're looking for parameters that far exceed that capacity gotcha. and I think that will tie in whether you know are you comfortable doing sit stands getting on off the toilet you know manipulating your leg position to get it into a pair of pants mm-hmm. I think the the expectation for passing that screen far exceeds maybe necessarily what you need to basically compete in golf mm-hmm. but it's maybe to also thrive in golf and I do think there is some carryover with the longevity piece that you're discussing gotcha. cool mm-hmm. cool that's cool man so um, now I want to just kind of touch on another point you mentioned too that this is not like this can be done at least how we're going to do it like if somebody does have pain within their golf swing either Mm -hmm. either during the round it starts to develop or later on they leave they have soreness or some kind of something going on with it or if somebody does just want to try to optimize performance Mm -hmm. we're going to be able to do this with with both those types of people right it's not just Mm -hmm. if somebody's hurting like a more of a traditional PT sense we can do this from a performance standpoint too right 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 absolutely yeah and 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 I'm, I'm actually working, I'm about to start transitioning one of my patients who had come in pain. So it can be, it can be a both situation. Mm-hmm. We've got them feeling better. Now they're starting to ready to get the golf club back in their hands and see what they can do. So we got the return to sport aspect, but also now we are shifting gears. It's going to be more performance based. It's going to be, you know, are they playing their three rounds comfort free and performing at the level they want? So that's right. It can be purely performance. It can be PT, but I think, you know, now we're, we're going to start seeing that also we can merge that gap between the two, which I'm really excited about. That's be awesome. So now we got this awesome new net. That's mm-hmm. freaking cool too. Yeah. So uh, I can't wait to, I can't wait to do that and check that out too. And I think um, we might need to get a staff uh, <laughs> assembly to see whose swing is. Uh, I, I would be best. embarrassed. My swing is still so much of, oh, I, I term a baseball swing in that it's like, it doesn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look, it's not fluid. So I'm probably going to lose this one. I don't know. I don't know. I've never at least you're hitting into a net though. So I am. Yeah, exactly. I'd be able to see how bad that slice really is we get like a really slow the game in the line. That's awesome, man. So um, now, do you feel like this screen in particular, elements of the screen are going to help you in your practice and carrying over to other rotational type activities? I'm talking like baseball player, tennis player, anybody else that comes in with other rotational stuff. Do you feel like there are maybe some pieces of this that you're going to be able to pull out that are going to help you with that too? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as a developing clinician, what I've realized through this process is that identifying patterns with the rotational sports is maybe a limitation of mine. So it definitely gives me um, some of the, the elementary rotational exercises that I've learned and then and then kind of how they cue mm-hmm. are things that I'm definitely going to incorporate in my practice going forward. And I, I do look forward to now, you know, getting a tennis player or, or a baseball player or you know, heck, a, a javelin toss or yeah, something like so that. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I do think it is more of the the philosophy is it's the it's establishing how to conduct an assessment. Maybe not necessarily purely for golf, but it is a way to think that you can. All right, I see what they're getting at here. I can apply that 
um, to other sports and other patterns. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I do. Th- I do think it's it's going to definitely enhance my ability to treat those kind of mm-hmm. um, athletes for sure. That's awesome. So clearly, we're thinking ahead about how we can use some of these items to implement with other patients, right? To kind of carry across a broader population. But having gone through this, right? Because nothing's perfect. Are, are there any limitations to this that you found? Anything you you either A, wish they would have included or things that you feel could be good to supplement with what was given to you with the TPI certification? You know, it's, 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 we're still getting used to using the system. Um, so I would hold off a whole lot of skepticism. I will say some of the screens are a bit excessive. Mm-hmm. So one of them is a full depth overhead squat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it was like some, some high percentage of the tour players they screened weren't passing that either. Yeah, I can only imagine. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like one of the most demanding movements is that are we really gleaning a whole lot of information even with the breakouts? Right. Uh, it's, 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 you know, debatable. Sure. Um, and, and sorry, just so going with that, because yeah, I'm thinking about like, you know, all the all the old dudes on the PGA, imagine mm-hmm. them doing overhead squatting and having their but, club over there. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Right, yeah. But, but they're crushing it on the golf course, right. so they're on the PGA. Mm-hmm. But uh, also with that being said, so, you know, I think about when I was a new clinician and I used to implement like the FMS, for example, mm-hmm. like when it's new, when it was new to me, at least, like sometimes I felt like I was just highlighting all the things that were wrong. and. Oh, yeah then trying to explain that to a patient doesn't always go mm-hmm. so well. So your approach, let's say you did have somebody come in who was just an awesome golfer, but just couldn't do that movement. Is there like, do you think about how you would at least explain that to them? Would you potentially skip elements of the screen or yeah. is it like you have to go through every component and then take that data and so put it together? I, I think now since I'm still getting used to using the screen I will go through each one with each of my performance patients. Now, if it is a pain, a typical PT patient, sure, I'll pick the, I'll pick and choose which ones I think may be more relevant to the situation at hand. Um, but yeah, overall, it's it's just getting getting more comfortable with the system, uh, getting some reps under my belt, um, and and I think if I found a limitation that I didn't necessarily think correlates well with you know, ideal performance of the golf course. I do think the longevity piece is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether it be for the overhead squat, for example, whether it is an ankle mobility problem, a knee mobility problem, a thoracic spine mobility problem, all those points, you know, we, we see patterns a good bit here in clinic. And, and there was a good chance that that limitation is going to play some kind of role in their ability to move comfortably, you know, in various other settings. So right. I think that's probably how I approach it from there is, you know, it's not perfect here. We definitely have some room for improvement. I don't think it's necessarily going to get you uh, the results you want on the golf course, but in terms of aging down the road, you know, I think there's a, a conversation to be had explaining that mm-hmm. to them and, and getting them to buy in that way. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. I think it's a good approach. Yeah, I just, I feel like, um, you know, I think in the past I'm, I may have, probably discourage some people when they come in it's like you know they didn't they didn't score perfect on this and you know know, this is how you did this is what the standard is and for some people it's not gonna be realistic to meet Mm -hmm. that right so um i think that's also probably a good point about like explaining what a screen is it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily like Mm -hmm. a pass bell test it's just basically a general appraisal of movement right it just gives you a starting point Mm -hmm. yeah Cool. Yeah. yeah the, now, just these are just other just things I'm curious about as it relates to not even just the screen, but just golfers in general. Just, you know, for, for me, I get fortunate to get baseball players together, rotational athletes, but golfers not as, as much. And, and so um, I wanted to know kind of just either as you're taking more of these people through that or just in your experience with it, do you find like what are you find are like the most common 
say maybe limitations like either you know typically there might be maybe weakness in one this certain area or a lack of of mobility or they can't pass this certain screen other than the overhead squat which i feel like all populations are going to yeah. struggle with that one yeah. like anything specific to the golf population you found that, that, that are just some trends that are just unique yeah. or for you know, sure like that? for sure so number one is a lack of a specific strength and conditioning program supplement Mm-hmm. their goals or their desire to be better at golf. <clears throat> yep. um, so I think that, number one, is, is what I would say. Most of my clients come in and their warm routine is, I'm going to drop back balls and I'm just going to get warm that way. Mm-hmm. Where I think there's, you know, pl- there's a lot of benefit to having a sport-specific warm-up, and, and already day one I'm giving them something they can put into practice that might look a little unorthodox on the range, uh, but I guarantee you they feel a whole lot better standing over the ball on the first tee after they've done that. Right. Um, uh, generally, I would say kind of glute strength, glute endurance mm-hmm. tends to be limited. So teaching these folks how to hinge, um, lifting some weight up off the ground, some good technique. I think that goes a long way for these folks. Um, and then we do a single leg balance test, eyes closed, eyes open, and yeah, it's pretty People tough. Struggle with that too. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Yeah, because yeah, somebody's not conditioned to that by the time they get to like the later holes, their their back and glutes are just yeah. like smoked yeah, just from sure. just from having to set up, pick up a golf ball, that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, Absolutely. I think that the simple solution can go a long ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just basic fitness. Are you fit for the task mm-hmm. of just making it through 18 holes? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No. Yeah. Which especially if they're going to walk it too. That's yeah, whole exactly. Ball game. Exactly. Hold another ball game there, man. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you, you want you wanted to, to chat about about around this or um, anything else you found interesting during this process as you were going through it? Uh, I think they've done a really great job with the marketing. Um, mm-hmm. So there is a mobile ready app that I can communicate with my clients with. So oh, they wow. walk out of the door with a home exercise program from, from Titleist, uh, an open medium to contact me and, and get in touch with me if my email is not like what mm-hmm. their desire, but they, they have access to all the videos, everything like that. And you do walk away with a golf mobility screen handicap. So in the world mm-hmm. of golf, your handicaps, everything, it helps you mm-hmm. kind of operate in tournaments, you know, get a fair score so you can be competitive with people who are better than you, below you. So it actually gives you something measurable and a number that's they're kind of familiar with that system of, okay, I'm a four a four from scratch golfer. So my, my mobility, if it's like a 10 or a 15, there's probably some room for improvement there. And I think that's a cool number that we can kind of track going forward. That's awesome. So is that, is that something that um, you'll have access to, you have access to forever being that you've gone through this course right. now? That's mm-hmm. all, that's so cool. Yeah. That's, such a, that's a nice little value. <laughs> You added for mm-hmm. both you and for the the end user, the golfer themselves for too. Sure. Especially if it's already got the videos loaded in there, and so that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. So, and, and look at there's different levels of this too, right? So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, how many was it cap out at? So it's three. Okay, mm-hmm. we're on level one, um, and then all right, you specialize in your specific branch per profession. So there's two additional levels for the medical professional from here. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Got no desires. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. yeah. So nice. we keep going down this path and see so, where it gets us. That's yeah. Cool. That's awesome, man. Well, it, it, anything, if you can get me shooting in the 80s consistently, bro, like, we're, you're just going to be all good. You, you don't have to worry about your employment if you can be shooting in the 80s. That's all the matters. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm too ADD for golf, man. It's just not my thing, but that's why I'm uh, glad we got you here. I have yeah. so much fun the first few holes, and then I get so frustrated myself that, man, 18's a long 
long day for me. Yeah. Nine's good because usually I'm mad enough by the end of nine, but oh, it's yeah. only not yeah. you know, eighteen. I got to get a little bit better before I consistently. If I was good at golf, I'd probably enjoy it, but because oh, I suck at it, so bad. Terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, so bad. Yeah, I think I I still use my grandfather's old clubs too. That are like I, I don't I hate calling it like the old man club, but like it's such a flexible shaft that like if I try to swing hard, the, the club face and the club head's just like dragging behind. It just oh, it's just bad. And I'm like yeah, I don't want to spend the money to get new clubs. We all play it up. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's just a never-ending cycle, Thomas. I'm going to need help. We'll, we'll put our heads together. We'll there we go. All right, dude. That's going to be the – I'll be your test case. You know, take me take me from a, a triple-digit golfer down to a scratch golfer. Can you do it? <laughs> well, Thomas, I know since we, we made this announcement a couple weeks ago about you getting this cert and implementing this, we've already had several people reach out. But I know yeah. after this episode, we're going to have people from all around the world probably want to contact you. So what what's the best way for listeners to reach you? So I've got an Instagram handle, License to Heal PT. Yeah. We'll that show notes. yeah, it'll be in the show notes. And then you can always reach me here. Vertex Thomas dot at vertexpt.com. Boom. Boom. Yeah, well it's, I'm so glad that, that you took the initiative to kind of start pursuing this route because it's something I think Brian and I've always talked about, like potentially one of us doing it and mm-hmm. things like that, but it's great because you know you're so much more passionate about golf mm-hmm. than we are. Yeah. Um, this is a population that needs that needs someone to do it, and I'm glad that it kind of we found that, yes. that this fit for you. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, so we'll keep yeah. work fun, right? You know, you for work sure. with the population that you have, you know, credibility, commonality, and intent with. So mm-hmm. that's huge. That's pretty cool, man. Before we sign off, make sure you check out our promo codes for MedBridge and Blaze Pods. Subscribe to the podcast. Hit the like button. Leave us a review on iTunes. That's what helps us reach more people. This is a Better Faster Podcast. We're out. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.